For your protection, please follow these regulations during your stay. Do not approach the land with the crown without following royal protocol. Do bring three gifts, each more delicate than the last. Do not approach the crownless land. Remember, high fives are non-transferable. And welcome to Mockingbird Labs. Enjoy. Experiment to Ryan's Crush Corner with Ryan McGee. Please enjoy your stay. This is Brenda Valdivia, your host today. And I am speaking with Mr. Ryan McGee, who if you may remember from last week's episode, Ryan's Crush Corner with his special guest, Britt Vasicek. Um, today we are discussing the previous uh, show with with Ryan, and we're going to get into the nitty-gritty, find out a bit more about Ryan, and see the ins and outs of how the show got started. Uh, welcome, Ryan. All right. Hello. Hey. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Um, so I just want to go ahead and get started in the beginning. How did you feel about um, when I believe I approached you? Was that correct? Did I approach you about a show or did you um, approach me? I I remember you, you posted on uh, Facebook about doing the uh, about the, the fact that you uh, that you were starting. You're helping people start podcasts and stuff like that. And uh, and I, I had this idea from, I guess, before then, it, I remember, because I, I had made a post, I can't remember when, earlier, probably earlier this year, about the, the concept of the, the podcast that I wanted to do, um, but it's good that Britta posted the, the Mockingbird Network thing, because it takes the pressure off of me of like having to actually record it and edit it and that sort of thing, so I can just kind of contact the people and, and, and take care of the podcast part and... I don't have to worry about the technical side of it, I guess. Yeah, yeah. It's always nice to have somebody else come in and, and kind of handle that part. And even doing the technical side is kind of a pressure off of me because I'm, I'm like, I feel like I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I'm not responsible <laughs> for what happens. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, so, yeah, I've been working on Mockingbird for a little over a year, kind of behind the scenes and talking to different people. Um, I just, I remember seeing you do stand-up. Yeah. And I think it was at Cody Edgar's Away Party. That's oh, yeah, yeah. That was the first time I ever really saw you do stand-up, because I saw bits and pieces, but I was always, like, running in and out of the theater. I could never All really right. tell what was going on. And I saw you, and you fucking <laughs> killed. You had this one line... And it was just like I I know exactly how you feel, um, where you talk about depression as a dominatrix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did that come about? Uh, well, that's uh, that's that's honestly probably one of my favorite bits, and uh, <laughs> I think it's one of my favorite but bits. And uh, yeah, honestly, well, just a side note that uh, Cody is going away party. That was that was probably one of my best sets that I've had like maybe ever. Or at least in a, in a long time, yeah. That was that was a really good show. So I was, it, I'm glad that it went well. But yeah, yeah I I guess. Um, and you look beautiful too. Oh. Like <laughs> the they got some. I, I know it's a weird thing to say, but they had some lighting. This is like purple lighting, and I'm in the kitchen, so I'm seeing you through this brightly lit kitchen, and you're covered 
in purple light <laughs> and you look like a art installation. <laughs> you didn't look real to me. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, I remember you had a, a fantastic set and I was like, I bet this guy has something to say. Um, do you remember how you came about writing about your depression as a dominatrix? Cause um, I just, I'll, I'll be honest. I just want to talk about that for a bit. All right. Well, uh, I mean that bit, well, a lot of, a lot of my comedy is just kind of taking my awkwardness and my insecurities and just trying to find ways to make it funny. First, first of all, to me, so that I can laugh about it to make, it makes it easier for me to deal with, I guess, if I can laugh about it. And then, um, and it, is kind of weird initially just because it feels like it's something that only I deal with or whatever, you know, it's just my perspective, but like in doing it, I've, I've noticed that, you know, other people that are kind of similar, dealing with similar things, either just, you know, awkwardness or anxiety or, you know, actual depression and stuff like that. I can, I can see when it like really hits with them, like when it connects with them. So that's something that I try to do is find a way to, you know, connect with other kind of people that are dealing with that. And that, I guess, I guess that bit, you know, you're just thinking about, um, um, <laughs> I don't know, like, you know, just days when I just like don't want to do anything, you know, just, you just sit in bed and like literally eat pizza and stuff like that. And, yeah. uh, just also, I guess kind of exploring not, not too much, but I guess like a little bit of, I guess my sexual nature, I guess. I feel like more kind of a submissive person, and so that I guess that I kind of yeah. tied those things together. I do kind of get what you mean because it it sometimes I remember when you first started. I was like, "That's such a perfect analogy." Because I I I often feel like I'm asking for permission for my own depression. <laughs> I was like, "Can I leave the house?" No. <laughs> I'm all dressed up. I cut my bag. I really need to go. No, 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 no. You go back, go back in the closet. It's like, uh, yeah, yeah, it, okay. yeah. And those those kind of moments, like you just feel like, yeah, like you're not in control. And then like like it gets to a point where you're just you're kind of okay with, I yeah, guess, yeah. You're like okay with not being in control because you just because you don't really want to kind of fight it. You just kind of want to just go with whatever's happening to you. Yeah, I don't think people really realize um, what it takes to win back win that back win that control back win that desire to go out and and really kind of grip your own life because i i've i was diagnosed at 25 i was diagnosed late but the doctor who diagnosed me they're like yeah you probably had it since you were really young judging by your behavior (laughs) (laughs) so i kind of like i I, when i saw that act i was like yeah this guy knows how to say things the way he he needs to say them (laughs) and um so that's why i approached you to to do the show i and i do my best to leave it as open-ended as possible i was like i don't care if it has to do with comedy i don't care if it's funny i don't care if it's like live shows whatever you gotta do you gotta Mm do um just think about it, and I have no equipment, <laughs> but whenever I do, I'll let you know, um, and hopefully you'll have an idea. Was this your only idea? Was this like the first thing that popped, or was it like um, 
this was the one that kept coming back to? I mean, yeah, I think I think this is. I mean, as, as far as a podcast go, yeah, this is this is the only really idea that I've wanted to do a podcast about. Um, like I said, I'm not sure when I came up with the idea, but I just it, it's some it's something I've been thinking about a long time ago. I guess just uh, I guess realizing like just the the few like relationships that I've had, and just kind of realizing I'm still kind of dealing with the or, like trying to figure things out, you know, um, and like going into comedy. Like I guess I I think yeah I think what it was is. <laughs> As I remember, there was a bit that uh, Andy Kaufman did. Um, he had like a, a TV special or something, and he had, I believe, one of his ex girlfriends on, and it was it was a ridiculous bit where he was in like this huge desk, like this like really tall, like absurdly tall desk, and it was it was like an interview, like late night show kind of interview kind of thing, and he was sitting up on this high desk, and she was at like a normal sized <laughs> desk. <laughs> And he, he was trying to have like a conversation with her, and I, that I, I forget is, how it goes, but yeah, it was it such a position of power. Of yeah, course, yeah. he would do that. But yeah, but yeah, I mean, it was like there's a lot. Of, I mean, a lot of the stuff that he did, like you can you can never tell like how much of it was scripted and how much of it was like him actually like kind of confronting people and like putting them on the spot. And it's such a it's such a thing I wish I could do. Yeah, because when you told me about the premise, I was like, I don't know. <laughs> But then I realized yeah. that's just me. I don't think <laughs> I could do it because there's so many people and it's and it's strange because the thing about a crush is that you give this person that you may or may not know very well, automatically you just give them so much power. You're yeah. like, you can make or break my day. Yeah. If I run into you accidentally, <laughs> it could be the best or the worst day all of, all of a sudden. And then... I don't know how you feel about me, but I'm just going to pretend that we're married. <laughs> we have two dogs. We live in a nice house. Um, I am pretty reckless with my fantasies, and they're all really benign and like mundane. Um, but every now and then I do get kind of confrontational with those. I don't know if you do this, but I know sometimes in the shower and I'm like arguing with my own crush. Like, I don't want to have a crush on you. This is, <laughs> this is too much work. I'm investing way too many hours <laughs> on this. You know, I mean, like crushes like come out of nowhere, but yeah, I, I do. I, I do always have like those, the conversations like in my head about like how, how they would, how we would break up and, <laughs> Too. Like, <laughs> I'm constantly breaking up with my crushes. Yeah. There are crushes I've had that literally ended in my own head. Where I'm like, yeah, I can't. yeah, that, that happens. Happens to me all. And that's the thing. Like a lot of, yeah, a lot of a lot of my problem is just like trying to figure out how much of it is like only in my head and how much is like based in reality. As far as as far as like you know what's feasible, what's not feasible, what make you know as far as like. Like I always talk myself out of like even like attempting relationships because like I convince myself that it wouldn't work, it wouldn't make any sense. Like and like this other person is not interested at all, and but like I I this usually happens before the I even like talk to the other person like about you know that whole situation. Like usually it's just like you know these people I know, people I hang out with, and that at least like like me enough to hang out with me and sort of that sort of thing. And then yeah. So I'm trying to like fix that about myself yeah. in a way. 
Yeah, and I, I get it. I, I feel the same way, too. I'm a pretty formal person. Like, uh, I'm a handshaker. I'm not really a hugger right off the, <laughs> the bat. So I'm like, yeah. oh, what are, you, why, why are you trying to cut? You're trying to hug me? We must be in love. <laughs> what, is, what is happening? Um, even with people who I'm like, I'm not attracted to you. And I pretty, I'm like 90% sure you're not attracted to me. But why are you maintaining eye contact with me? <laughs> like, there's just yeah, yeah. I think you're. I think you really hit on something because there's such a bri- There's such a gulf between the internal you, the part that like has all these feelings, and the external you, the part that physically reacts with other people outside of you, and they react to you, and vice versa. So it's it's hard. It's hard to bridge those. It's hard to bridge those relationships, those two realities, because they're yeah. both real. Yeah. Um, you know, your make or break pretend relationship could actually affect your real relationship. Yeah. And uh, vice versa. Yeah, I've had, I've had, uh, it, it doesn't happen to me much anymore, but when I was younger, I think like 19 or 20, it happened to me a, a couple of times where I'm like, I think this is a real deep emotionally invested relationship and looking back it's like no it's that was me (laughs) that was me or you know i've been told the opposite too like people thought like me and this other person we were having a wild affair and we you know it was so obvious and i had a i don't know why i felt like apologizing to this because i felt like i let him down like nope (laughs) none of that happened we hugged once but to be fair he was moving away yeah there was nothing there was nothing going on and i think that's so so when you came up to me with the show i was like okay this is this is going to be interesting to listen to um and it should be f- easy and fun to go through you know easy to yeah. production wise too but i don't i don't know how did you feel when you first approached brit about it um i i figured she would be probably one of the easier people to to interview just cuz i've i've had conversations i guess maybe not necessarily about this like like having a crush on her but like you know we've talked before about you know, relationships and stuff like that. And she's a pretty open person uh, about herself, like not just with me, but, you know, just in general. So I, I knew that she'd be kind of easy to interview on this, sh- on, on this show. Um, but I, I have thought, I, I think it might be a little bit harder with either people I don't know as well, or people that, you know, just cause, well, cause Brett's a performer already. So she's kind of open like that, but other people, uh, you know, it might be a little bit more difficult if they're not used to, just if they're not the kind of person that's always like talking on stage and that sort of. Thing. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because I could tell she's very comfortable being yeah. on mic and and you two obviously knew each other well. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. like, I'll probably yeah, I'll probably start with people that I you know 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 better, I guess, just to make it kind of easier to kind of get into this. So, is there like an end goal in mind that you have with the shows? <laughs> Like if there's, is there like an aha moment that you're looking for or are you Not, just like using this as a way to 
date as many people no, as possible. <laughs> that's not that's not it. No, I I mean there there are a couple uh there there are at least three three or four people that I'm thinking of right now that I I do want to have like an honest conversation that I uh for the show. Um, like one being my only ex-girlfriend, I guess, just, just to kind of get an idea of what happened. Cause I'm still not really sure, you know, why it ended like that sort of thing. Um, and some other people that I had, uh, like really, let's see. Yeah. Some close relationships that, I don't know, it didn't, it never really kind of went where I thought it was going and just kind of, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, part of it is like a kind of self-discovery thing, like trying to figure out why why things why things don't work, or you know why for whatever reason, like if there's miscommunication or just you know just sometimes stuff doesn't work out like that. But it's not necessarily trying to win people back, but just I guess trying to understand like what what's going on i guess if that yeah. makes sense no that, that definitely makes sense a lot of time um i feel that you know i wish i could go back and talk because you know when you're with somebody when you're in a relationship it they're a big part of your life they can dictate where your life goes you know what kind of person you're going to be can change depending on who you're with um they can have a big impact on your uh, I have I've been with some of that had a big impact on my personality and my life. Sometimes for the better, sometimes not so much. Uh, sometimes both. Um, and when the relationship ended, there are times that I wish I could go back and say, "What happened here? And why did you do this? And why did you think? Or why did you think this? And did I do something wrong? Like, could I have fixed this? Yeah. Was there anything to fix? Or did it just end because it needed to? Um, yeah. And for a lot of time, for a lot of people, I don't think they get that. Uh, they get that closure. Uh, I think we, people have been conditioned by movies and books that endings have an ending. You know, like the hero walks away. <laughs> And the heroine has a single teardrop. <laughs> um, a couple of stories about how they married other people and like they both wistfully think about each other from time to time when it rains or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but I think for a lot of us, we don't get that. So I think you have something like. Yeah. And just like trying to. Yeah. Because I realize, you know, I can't change the past and that sort of thing. But I. But yeah, the, the past does affect us. And I know like me personally, I guess I tend to kind of obsess over, I guess, like things in my past and that sort of thing. And so, um, but yeah, yeah. And just, yeah, yeah, a big part of it is, yeah, just trying to figure out how much of it is like, yeah, like, I guess, like I said before about like just stuff that's like all in your head about like what happened, like, cause yeah, cause, uh, yeah, the the matter of perspective. I trying to get the other person's perspective because, like, when you see things from your own perspective, uh, you you feel like that's like the only way that things are. Then mm-hmm. I'm starting to realize like so much of my perspective is kind of flawed, and so I'm trying to get the other perspective so I can have a, a better 
understanding of what's going on. Okay. Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, that's that totally makes sense. Um yeah. do you think that you would bring in couples and or people that have crushes on each other and be like, here <laughs> 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 you figure this out. Yeah, I would be yeah, I would be definitely willing to do stuff like that. Yeah, because I <laughs> Yeah, because like you know, I, initially I was you know just planning on having you know you know girls and stuff on the show, but then like guys have approached me and was like, "Hey, when am I going to be on the podcast?" And I was like, "Wait, that's, <laughs> you know, that's you- not initially what I was thinking, but I'm pretty sure there's a way we could definitely have you know conversations about." Yeah, so, the you, theme, so you are yeah. heterosexual. You're straight. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm imagine I have girl crushes. Like I'm I consider myself very straight. Uh, mm-hmm. But if there are a couple of women who was like, I wish I could be you. <laughs> I I would be you if I could, and I would wear a great tiara to show how happy I am. Um, but I, I think that'd be doable too. That if you could bring in men that you admire or men who's successful with different relationships. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's definitely, yeah, there's definitely ways I can Yeah. bring guys on the show, bring couples, bring, yeah, all kinds of people. Yeah, yeah I, I think we can start expanding on that. Um, now, when you talk to, to Britt, uh, was it over the phone or like uh, point by point? I'm genuinely curious. We never talked about this. How did you ask her? What to be on the? Um, did she laugh or what happened? I, I don't know. I I feel like I I probably talked to her about it in person. I feel like, um, but I I'd have to go back and look up because I remember I made the post saying like I was gonna have like a I wanted to make a podcast with people I had crushes on and like that got a lot of you know a lot of likes and stuff and people were like. And then I, I, I'm pretty sure there was like some people like, yeah, you're, you're definitely going to be on the show or whatever. And <laughs> I don't know. Um, but like I said, like I thought I, like I, I, I mentioned it, I guess, in joking to Brit, like about having a crush on her. But I thought I, I th- when I did that, I thought uh, that she already was like keenly aware of it. But I guess she wasn't. I but, do. Yeah. yeah. She did mention during the podcast that there was a breakup show. Yeah. Where you're like, <laughs> I'm into you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, uh, she has a podcast on polyamory called Polly Want a Podcast. Right. Um, do you think you could ever see yourself in a polyamorous relationship? Is it like a road you could go down? Um, I'd, I'd be willing to try it, but I don't, I don't think I'm, I think honestly, I'm probably a little bit too insecure maybe for that. Cause I, as I don't know, I feel like I feel like I I get, I know I would get jealous. I guess is is the basic thing. Um, Cause uh, yeah, there's I know there's a part of me that likes to that likes to feel needed, and I guess a relationship kind of like fulfills that aspect of like you know you're with somebody and like they you know you both benefit from the relationship, but I guess. If there's other people that are able to fill fulfill things, like I'm, I'm aware that other people can fulfill things that I can't provide, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, I guess part of the nice thing of being in a monogamous relationship is that you're you're that one, more or less, you know, for that other person. I guess. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I've been in open relationships, but it's like the rule was I don't want to know. Yeah. You do your, you, I'll do me. <laughs> we both agree not to tell the other. And yeah. I dated a guy who was like, no, I, I want to know. How's your weekend? I was like, oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I like I, I feel like yeah, I'd, be, I'd probably lean more towards that sort of thing. Because yeah. I mean, like, because I honestly, like, I, like I, I know for myself that, you know, I'm, there's a, I'm obviously curious about more than one other person, you know, so it'd be interesting to like explore having like multiple partners, but, but yeah, I guess I probably, I probably wouldn't want to know about what the other person yeah. is doing. Yeah. I, I consider myself a, a jealous person, so I would, I'm, I'm kind of territorial that way. It's like, mm, yeah. okay, mine. It's like, I don't, I don't want to be, but I, I can't like say that that's not like happening you don't get like like i'm not like a little bit jealous i guess yeah yeah um let's see oh so let me pull something up so we did get some some responses most of them were in person with me Uh um because of the subject subject matter they're like i want to talk to him about it but (laughs) i'm scared that he would think i'm insulting or It'd be weird. I don't want to tell him what to do, which is <laughs> which is really sweet because most of the responses were incredibly positive. They're just like, this is a great idea. I really want to do this. I want to be on the show. Um, unfortunately, I don't think they're people you know. All so right. they're just listeners, which is great. It means we're, we're having listeners who aren't even in Houston anymore. Oh, wow. I mean, so people who aren't even in H-Town know your voice, um, which is that's cool. Part of the reason I do this is like yeah. it's fun. Um, there, they think the the majority of people were just like, it just felt your nerves. You know, they yeah. they felt you hesitate on certain questions. Um, so I think in response to that, what I would say is that in the future. Um, have a printed out or written out list of questions that yeah. you always wanted to know, um, especially about this specific person. Uh, that way it'll let you just speed through those questions in a way that you're most comfortable with. And obviously you don't have to go like question number one, yeah. name, <laughs> question number two, astrology sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I like I, yeah, I do realize I, I I need to be more open and and I know there's even even with Brit there's some uh, stuff I didn't really get to talk to that I probably that I want to hit on. So I guess um I guess I'd uh, at the very least be open to like doing having repeat uh, mm-hmm. guests or whatever so we can continue the conversation and that sort of thing. Yeah, um, I think so. And and when I was producing the show myself, um, I was sitting there. And I, it hit me in the first 10, 15 minutes of the podcast. Uh, you did a great job of interviewing your guests, but you were very, you <laughs> did not share information, which made the conversation one-sided. All right, and, yeah. And it's kind of like a date, or it's kind of like texting somebody or messaging somebody on OkCupid. Uh, just for me personally, if somebody messaged me a statement and they don't ask me a question, I'm like, I don't know how to continue the conversation i don't know (laughs) what to do um but it kind of vice versa is true it's like when you ask only questions and give no statement i don't know why you're asking me these questions all right even if the subject is known even like yeah even if they know they're on a 
a podcast about crushes and relationships, they may not know why you're asking that specific question. So they may be like, wait, is he asking me for the podcast or is he <laughs> mining me for information? For something else? All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of that building trust between you and that guest. Yeah. Cause it, yeah, I guess that's the other kind of goal of this doing this is I, I don't, I don't, I guess it seems, I guess it seems like I'm kind of trying to put the other person in the hot seat, but like a lot of this is, is like uncomfortable for me. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to, yeah, so I do need to share in that. Aww. Well, the cool thing about this is that it's a pilot episode. Yeah. And the first episode is always rough. Yeah. No matter what, even if you've been interviewing people for years and years, the first, and it's a whole new premise, too. So you're working out the the premise and, like, what's at stake and if you want to have, like, segments and all that. If you want to make it more complicated, if you just want to keep it loose, that's... um. That's up to you down the line, but you in the you'll be able to make it up as you go along. Um, I applaud you for doing like such a like introverted show. It's such a show about introspection and and getting into the the truth of like your relationships with yourself and other people. And I don't think there's any rush that you have to give all this information. You're you are more than allowed to keep parts of yourself private um, to, to, for whatever reasons you have. Either it's like information about your family or something you're not comfortable talking about. You never should feel like you have to give that up because at the end of the day, this is a show. Um, granted, you're doing the show for yourself, to like help you understand yourself and other people more. But um, I don't want you to feel like, oh, I need to talk about this, even though I really, really don't. <laughs> no, I mean, a lot of it is really just putting it into words because that's another thing I kind of obsess about. Um, just trying to be really accurate, I guess, with what I'm trying to say. Because if I'm not sure of what I'm trying to say, then it comes out muddled. But, uh, yeah, so I guess I'll, yeah, something I'll, I'll be working on. Yeah, I've I've seen the machine gun reaction version of that where people just start talking and never stop talking because they don't know what to say. So they're just saying as many words as possible, <laughs> hoping that the idea will pop out oh, yeah. at some point. But, yeah, yeah, I think, I think with certain guests I'll have, for sure, like certain certain points that I want to hit, so I'll just have those kind of prepared. Yeah. Okay. So how about this? How about and this is just um, producer homeworky kind of thing. How about the next person you ask? Um, if they say yes, just write a journal entry about how you feel about them. You don't have to share it on the show. You don't have to even take it with you you can just write it out so you can like really see how you feel about this person and why and that way you can keep that in mind you have the language yeah when you come in and and start talking to them um because uh you're gonna be dealing with some people are comedians some people are performers and uh some people who aren't Mm -hmm. um and they're gonna be looking to you to guide them uh, throughout all of that um 
if you want, we can even record some dates, but that's <laughs> <laughs> that's down the line. Um, right. Is there anything else that you're really excited to do in the future? Not just about the show, but just in general. Just in general? Um, just anything or what? Or, yeah, just anything uh, you're excited about for the, let's see, October, November, December is coming up. Is there uh, anything that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I, got, I do have a, a show coming up October 23rd. That's the uh, that's at the joke joint, and it's uh, it's kind of it's it's put on by Roxy Hayes. It's a mix of comedy, stand up, and improv comedy. There's she's like improv games. Yeah, she's she's a lot of fun to do stuff with. Yeah, so so that'll be a fun show. And then otherwise, I don't have any other big shows coming up. But I do wanna. I've been wanting to get out to Austin to kind of do uh, stand up there. Cause I've only done that once. It was a lot of fun, but that was uh, that was like when I first started. So I want to kind of go back again. How long has it been since you started? I've been doing it for two years now. Okay, yeah, yeah. you're you're ready to go back. Yeah, I'd say for definitely ready to go back. Okay, yeah. well, um, thank you so much uh, again. My name is Brenda, and this is Ryan McGee. Uh, check them out on. Uh, Ryan's Crush Corner. I think it's safe to say that we are going to continue with shows. Um, so if you want to, I don't know, design some baller logo art for him, or <laughs> <laughs> or if you have any questions, uh, feel free to email us at mockingbird.network at gmail.com. You can just write in the title uh, Ryan's Crush Corner, and if you have any additional questions or comments, feel free to email us there. You can also message us on our Facebook group. Um, it's just facebook.com forward slash Mockingbird Network. Uh, feel free to find us um, on here, and please look forward to Ryan's show in the future, uh, Ryan's Crush Corner, as well as any of our other shows. Um, we have a big episode coming up with Relationship, uh, which is exciting, um, with Fat Tony. So, Feel free to check that out. This should be out um, by the time this episode airs, actually. And uh, if you're looking for more kind of like nitty gritty stuff, uh, feel free to look into Ruined Hopes, which is our first episode. And it's a live. It's already recorded. It's already living off on its own. And um, it's very exciting to do. We have some some of the best comics coming into Houston on that show talking about their worst sets. Um, you can also check out my personal shows. I'm on Nerd Love. Uh, the pilot episode just premiered a couple of, like last week or so. It's about fan fiction and super fandoms. And um, anything else that you're curious about, feel free to contact us. We'll be happy to hear from you. Even if you're interested in submitting your own podcast, uh, feel free to contact us. Thank you so much, Houston. We love you. And thank you so much, uh, Ryan McGee, for coming on our show. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mockingbird Network.